Hello, my dear ones. I hope this day finds you all well or on that journey to getting well. Yeah. I talked to a lovely lady from New Zealand. She uh, moved over here and um, she's a healer and she's got some healing. Her and her, I think her husband works with healing people and stuff. It's a real pleasure. Uh, she knew about Shania Twain's land in New Zealand. You know, they, they I think heard about, about six, I think it was 64, 68,000 acres. And of course, sheep and stuff. And she was telling me how um, Shania was, how by horseback it takes a day to get to their first, uh, kind of like they have in Alaska. They're, they build their little out, out buildings and stuff where you can stop and spend the night. But she was telling me how uh, Shania built this beautiful um, kind of a, a lodge thing for uh, hikers who hike this down this huge trail in New Zealand. Pretty cool stuff. Someone had um, uh, asked a question about Ira Lodge. Now, I'm going to start doing Zooms for, for students. And so get your questions up, guys, because I'm, I want to start helping you guys more with protocols and things like that. Got a lot more free time now. Got that monster off my friggin' back. Ugh. Now, I'm aware that there's two colors of eyes. When Dr. Morris was talking specifically about the brown eyes in one of his lectures, he mentioned the level of lymphatic stagnation will be shown by the different shades of brown, whereas in blue eyes, they show up as white, yellow, green, brown, and black. Does that mean that colored eyes are blue originally? Would it be safe to uh, generalize it in that way? Uh, again, if you're... I wish I had one here to show you. They're in my other office over here, but... Um, I've got a blue eye that's almost totally brown. And uh, I... Uh, Let's see if I have anything here to even show you remotely what that would be. Uh, trying to uh, see what I got in here. Now, this one is blue, and you can see that it's blue, but there's so much brown that from a distance it looks like they have hazel or brown eyes. Now, I've got one. Well, here's it here. This is just damaged tissue. Oh my God, look at this thing. Look at the damage. Look at the damage. Surgeon, probably. Um, but um, even though you see blue here, you're way down in the trabecula. And I, I've never seen blue in a true brown eye. Unless you're injured and it's way down in the tissues there, I've never seen that. Uh, you're, you're white, um, green, uh, I mean this is a blue eye. Some of the lighting makes it look kind of yellowish green, but then also the subacute level of lymphatic stagnation takes a blue eye and turns it yellow. And in some people with sulfur, you have a real, matter of fact, we just had one a couple days ago, real yellow, and then uh, orange around. And it really made it beautiful, but, you know, what it means is, you know, uh, acidosis at one level. Now, here's a good example, kind of the stages. Okay, all right, so 
this this individual was the worst pancreatic cancer case I'd ever had. Uh, degenerative pancreatic cancer, right? So she ate an apple. Basically, she pooped an apple. So uh, that was tough. When you can't digest anything anymore and you got tumors in your pancreas, you know. But for medical, pancreatic cancer is a death sign. And really, they all are to medical people. Hello. You know, but to us, they're no different than a liver tumor. And so it took me, why did it take me 11 months to save this case? But I did. And I took her out of the uh, ocean. I put her in a hammock. You know, I, uh, I had her family making her uh, the juices and stuff. She didn't. I didn't have her doing anything physically, but relaxing and reading spiritual books. And uh, pulled her out of it. Take a look at the genes on this eye, guys. Now that's a blue eye. When you have almost every cell in your body, that's the third cancer she had. And I think she was 32 when she came to see me. 32 or 33. Third cancer. So, but you can see now all the different colors. You see the white, the yellow, the, uh, of course, heavy sulfur. Here's another one. But you can see the different stages. You can see the white, and you see in the yellow, and the brown coming in. And then you got to realize some brown is probably orange, which is more sulfur. This is a nice, I mean, one would have a hard time, but if you look at this eye and you realize there's a lot of light, remember it's all about the light. If the light's intense on a uh, brown, light brown eye, it might look blue to you. Here's a good example. Look at that upper one. That's blue though. I mean brown, sorry. And you can see the shades of brown. The darkest brown obviously is chronic length, the lightest brown and the tribecular being the obvious color of the eye. And as we've talked about, looking through the nerve rings, you can see the true color of the eye. And in some of the real brown eyes, you see the nerve rings look blue under there. Make sure that that is blue. I was just wondering if you had anything to go on YouTube. I was going to um, do... Oh, no. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. But here's these deep, deep radius solaris that radiate out into the brain. And I've seen a lot of those in the last few days here. So, for an example, green hazel eyes. And again, green hazel eyes. When you see the hazel or the brown, where does it start first? And as a rule, it starts first in the gut tissue. Well, here's the gut tissue, the embryonic gut tissue, the GI tract, and it's connecting linked to everybody. If you ever see Dr. Jensen has a chart, uh, N.W. Walker has a chart, they're different. And I actually went with uh, Jensen's chart over NW because Jensen's an iridologist, a master iridologist. And an iridologist has a lot up on someone that's not because you literally, when you get good at it, you can literally see a cyst on the kidney almost. I mean, you can really see these things like that. And so that that is incredible. And there's probably some that even read them more finer than I do because there's a point where I just back up and I eat, I'm telling you Jensen only tells them four problems that they had and he, he got on my case saying you tell them everything I said, you know I want him to know why they feel this oh man my shoulder's been bugging me all my life well you've got a genetic weakness right there and you've got a lot of lymph and inflammation there oh if you go to a medical diet we don't see anything there 
No, we don't see lymph stagnation. We don't see acidosis. We don't see anything. It's in your head. How many times have you had that story? I have hundreds. They're coming in here. I feel it, but they said there's nothing there. And I look at the eye and go, oh, there's something there. You can't feel something that there's nothing there. <laughs> Looking at the supplemental file, uh, Office Nugget 1, all of the blue eyes seem colored with the brown ones are usually brown of different shades. Just want to confirm that with you. Yep. How could you differentiate a lacuna and a surgeon's entrance into the pupil for cataract surgery? <clears throat> well, let's see if I got one for you. I think I do. Now, I just have most of my eyes in my other office where I'm seeing people uh, right now. But I'm done this week. I want to get up some, some zooms and, and some... Um, Let's see if I can find an injury. Now, this is probably not one. Oh, look at the sulfur in that puppy. Holy moly. Now, they look kind of like this. They're generally somewhere at three, six, or nine, and they go in. A really good surgeon, you'll never see them disturb the trabecula at all. A lousy one, oh, they'll wreck your trabecula like nobody, and a worse one. And there's another one just the other day, and you'll see that in the iris work. I put that where they screwed the, the new pupil over. They had damaged it so bad they had to put a new pupil over it. Well, we had another one the other day where they had screwed a, a pupil-like thing over it. Ah, I don't know. I mean... When you have a mess with your eyes, you're, you're talking about danger. I mean, this is something else, but they obviously went in surgery with this one. And sometimes the surgeon is not good. But again, naturopaths are not good. I don't want to beat them up too much. I love a good surgeon. And when you're in trouble, a good surgeon is awful handy. But they're not healers. They're surgeons. They repair, remove that sort of thing. It's up to your body to repair. And how can your body repair in a high acidotic state? It can't. And that's why you see the adhesions and you see the scar tissue developing post-surgeries. Because you just, or any type of injury, and even skeletal, where you see all those extra cells going around that fracture. And then when the coast is clear, everybody's good, and the body will chew them up and gone, it's gone. You can't, you have to understand the divine is the power. Of the healer and and the body is all designed to heal itself we are the ones that got lost in chemistry eating anything everything wow well look at the white in that one all that white that's subacute that will turn yellow probably in the downline somewhere i remember this eye whoo we look at the length dairy farmer prostate cancer look at the length i had a a, a book on uh uh, milk out there. Here's another pupil damage. And they're all over the place. And this farmer came in and said, uh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm opposed to that book. I disagree with that book that you have out there saying milk is bad for you. I'm a dairy farmer. And he said, I'm 85 or whatever he was because I drink milk. I said, no, 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 no. I said, you're 85 and a dairy farmer. I said, you're 85 because your genes are really good. You're in here with prostate cancer because you drink milk. 
Now, I don't know. Take a look at this one. Is that a blue eye or is that a brown eye? All right, you see the cholesterol ring. See that? You can't tell with that. Right where my finger is, what do you think? See, and that's where as an iridologist you're going, uh, uh, but there's a lot of green in this eye. And you're not going to have green in a true brown eye. Just not going to have it. See that? So you got this area, this area, too much green in here to be a brown eye. So how much lymphatic stagnation, how much acidosis do you think this individual has? A whole lot. And so, uh, oh, I'm glad I found it. And guess what? We're the first ones to help you understand lymphatic iridology. And it's still, I mean, the thing that's supposed to happen in life is that as I get older, you younger guys and gals come up and take my place. You know, and that's what I see going out there. A lot of you are becoming great healers of your own, and I love it. We'll show the world how we heal people and not have to kill them to heal them. <laughs> uh, how could you differentiate a lacuna? And, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. These surgeons always enter the top of the iris. No? Uh -uh. Nope. Could you please clarify what radius solaris is? that those deep dark black lines that radiate up right now that's that's a very few of them see if I have something here that will show you a lot deeper about radius solaris okay if anybody help Again, here's another one. Let me show you this one. Oh, oh, let me show you this one. Oh, let me. I mean, that's the way it is with me and eyes. I just love this science because you can see so much. Well, so far I'm not picking up any innies with the radius solaris. Well, I mean, a little more maybe. But you can see them going all the way around an eye like they're rays of the sun. That is a problem. These deeper lesions that go up into the brain area become lesions with the medical world. When they take an x-ray, these actually are destroying or very uh, weakened areas. Uh, you know, we have a case here where the lady was born without a right kidney and uh, it was amazing to see what the eye looked like where the kidney wasn't there genetically really dark really it was really interesting now let me show you we talked about blue eye heavy lymphatic eye this is the dairy farmer now this is the this is her other eye with the pancreatic cancer take a look Tell me that's not a blue eye, right? So, yeah, a lot bluer than this. This is one of her first eyes I took when I got her. 
Look at that. Chronic, chronic lymph. And no wonder she had three cancers. Well, what's a cancer? Cells broken down. That's all. Tumors are not cancer. Remember that. Tumor is not a cancer. You need a pathologist to say a cell. And that's her other eye. See the difference? Holy crap. She had a totally difference between right and left sides. I call them toxic tunnels because you see they all come out of the gut or stomach tissue, which is embryonic, which is genetic big time. But you also see the genetic weakness on the bowel or stomach wall. See, and that's the other thing. A lot of times you'll see this uh, kind of like a, a, a V in there where it's you know, it's created a big weakness on the bowel wall. You'll see that a lot in a true genetic heart lesion. It looks like a football. That's right into that bowel wall. So in the descending colon, you can have a problem. You could basically have a spasm in your descending bowel and have a heart attack. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. These are the GI tract. When you're putting down dead animal meat and your beans and grains and dead uh, milks and cheeses and crap like this, you don't realize that's very toxic food. And when that's going through the GI tract, if there is absorption, of course, that's what you get. And then with people's pancreatic and food combinations wrong and everything, you get a ton of putrefaction and fermentation. And of course, this is what's absorbed and sent through these tunnels into these related areas, in my opinion, uh, uh, more than normally. And that whole chain is broken down, you know, even neurologically. So some of these areas going up into the brain, oh my God, and of course people have brain fog, they can't think anymore, a uh, lot of problems. They just had a lady, again, just living uh, from age two, diagnosed with mastoiditis. So from two, she's 58. So two from 58, 56 years of suffering from major equilibrium dizzy vertigo. And there you talk about dark, uh, lacunas and things all up in the mastoid cerebellum and ears so uh, she even thinks her house floor is uneven she can't get on obvious boats or anything goes nuts suffering all her life with this so now we can she understands we can get up in there get her GI tract cleaned up cut draining and everything and get that uh, rebuilt there because uh, holy crap it's a horrible way to live yeah that's about what it is, what I think you, what I think, you know, in that way. But thanks for taking that iridology course. I love iridology. Holy crap. You know, if you just took it for yourself and to look at your own eyes and to start looking at others, very helpful. And it's confirmation when someone has a symptom. A lot of times medical doctors can't understand what the symptom is because they don't understand lymphatic stagnation and acidosis and glomulation and all that kind of stuff. And, or even got to the kidney connection to the lymphatic system. It's just not out there. But you see it all the time. And especially when you're working with people and healing people, that kidney filtration makes all the difference in the world or not. 
And if you've worked with tons and tons of people that have tumors, uh, you see it all the time. Kidneys don't filter, tumors don't go away. If kidneys filter, tumors go away. Now, here's a big one, and I want to talk to you about this one. There's so much diagnosis of cancer out there. And following that diagnosis is the word fear. And man is a very fearful being. In my opinion, religions have kept him to some extent into that fear, into the separation from the Creator and that they're the sinners and things like that. And you see that drip through a lot of religious thinking, except when you get into the Easterns, and that's what makes a difference because they're talking about consciousness as, a, as opposed to duality. You know, when you're talking about duality, you're talking something totally different than pure awareness, pure consciousness. You know, pure consciousness observes creation. That's why when you become the observer, you become consciousness. You know, and then you can observe and you will see all your answers start coming in, how things are made, uh, how everything is. Uh, There's levels to that. And while you still have a physical body, you're only limited in that understanding, let me tell you, because you can't handle it. I've been to, I I get it. I, uh, I was ready to go and I kept, I went out, I kept going, I was way in the high worlds. And the boy said, if you don't stop now, you can't get back. You can't get back. And I'm going, I don't want to go back. No, you got to go back. <laughs> that was rough. I couldn't hardly stop myself. I did. And I hit the bed real hard, but I couldn't, I couldn't, didn't want to stop myself. And you expanded so much. It's so much ecstasy and joy. You don't want to come to this very limited, narcissistic, constipated planet. But fear, lose it. You are the most important thing in this universe, and you are eternal. You don't have death assigned to you. You can't die. Now, if I'm talking to your physical body, not you, but your physical body, yeah, yeah, we can terminate that pretty easy. How about your emotions? You have physical fear, emotional fear, and mental fear. Remember how the God worlds is, you know? The God worlds. You've got the mind, the emotions, and the physical body. This is consciousness up in here. So all these worlds deal with duality and separation. Separation. I've been married for 50 years and I just lost my lever. You know how that feels? You know? You as the years pile on you know, you lock in. So that's why one needs to spend time always alone with themselves and not let another person get too deep into you or you because you one that allows that. And I've had it both ways. And you can get real deep, you know, two people that are awake can take each other deep into the world of love, into the world of union, into the world of merging. You you can go deep. Can you get back from it? 
and still keep your individuality. You know, and that's the point. Fear is only you looking at separation from yourself. And nothing. You can't die no matter what. Someone blows you up with a bomb, they're not blowing you up, they're blowing your body up. You're simply going to leave the body and go somewhere else. That simple. And you always want to realize that. should never walk with fear at all. You are the divine individualized and experiencing for the divine. So everything you experience, every it's all getting recorded. Oh yeah. But it's all karmatic. And karma doesn't mean negative and bad. It simply means for every action there's an opposite and equal reaction. So that's why when you help others and you give love and you're humble, it is tends to be on the good side. When you're seeing a lot of uh-oh. Oh good, someone answered it. We'll have to figure out how to turn my new phone off. Oh, we've got new systems in here now, finally. And I put up the wrong number for the uh, glandular junction because and we did it. It's been rough pulling out of this massive company and being ourselves again. <laughs> it's been rough. Woo! Thank God, though. Whew. Good afternoon. Well, here it's good morning right now. I'm reaching out because my mother-in-law was recently diagnosed with ALS. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not long after receiving the second. Well, obviously, guys, Marco, this ain't going to make YouTube. All right. All right. So she's diagnosed with ALS, receiving her second COVID vaccine. All right. So here's the vaccine injuries, and I tell you, this one lady from New Zealand, she has a, a daughter that's an RN, and she took, she was forced to take the COVID vaccine. Did you see on the news this morning? Did I already say that? I don't know. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> How Germany scientists have found metals. Now they didn't specifically mention graphene oxide, but you know it's there. Uh, but all, a lot of the other metals, for no reason. For no reason, spike proteins for no reason. I'm a nurse, oh honey, and don't believe it's ALS for one second. What do you recommend to help reverse and heal this? All right, fruit, fruit, fruit. Put yourself on a grape diet now, and just eat grapes, 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 or all fruits, berries, and melons. That's all you do. Get your kidneys opened up. Get on two kidney formers. Go after the lymphatic system. Pop up your uh, uh, endocrine glands so everything is working there. Uh, and go deep into this. If you have to do some water fasting, do some water fasting. Get those kidneys filtering, honey. Get on the brain and nerve circulation formulas. Brain and nerve. You've got to strengthen neurons now. Uh, again, they warned all the physicians, all the docs, they warned us that there were going to be a landslide of neurological conditions coming. Well, of course. When is humans going to wake up to allopathic nightmare? The allopathic nightmare. When man wakes up, he's going to look back and go, Oh my God. We've allowed all of this horrible stuff to take place. Thank you for everything that you and your team are doing. As soon as I am done with my bachelor program, BSN, I will be involved in everything naturopathic. I'm liking that lady already, lady. Red, red elephant. Mm, it's got to be a female. 
Anyway, thank you, sweetheart. Listen, honey, naturopathy's the way to go. And as a nurse, I fit right in the nursing nightingale consciousness, right? Yeah, and that's what you want. Give that heart out and help others to overcome their, their issues. Well, when you're trapped at the concept and theory of disease, there's not much you can go and not many places you can go because there's no, there's no beginning and end to it. There's no cause or cure for most of that. And it's like, really? <laughs> That's all stupid crap. That's all ignorance, unconsciousness, uh, greed, uh, narcissism. I mean, you can just throw a shitload of stuff in on that one. And it doesn't, you can't keep doing that. We're being over-visited by beings, overused by beings. Seems like the greys have overused the humans, right? Well, I think that's going to be dealt with pretty soon, from what I understand. Uh, nature your mind with great thoughts, for you will never go any higher than you think. Benjamin, whatever. Now, I disagree with Benjamin. You can only go so far with thoughts. The mind is your limited monkey. It is the joker that plays the game with you. It is your instrument of expression, your instrument to create, your instrument to have identification, your instrument of all those things, uh, dualistic creation. It is not consciousness. And consciousness is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient. That part of Christianity is the true Godhead. The God and the devil is the true creation. In creation, you have separation everywhere. Everything is on its own, individual. Every blade of grass. You know, they say there's no two snowflakes identical. How many snowflakes do you think fall in just Alaska? I mean, you can't, your mind can't comprehend the vastness of this issue. Because anytime you want to say God being, you're limiting it. You're limiting that which is unlimited to be limited. So we as limited expressions cannot understand the unlimited causative factors of the limited expressions. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if they call it ALS. Uh, uh, it's just a name for uh, neurological issues. And of course, that's what this vaccine is all about killing you. So you you want to get in those grapes, you want to pick up the brain and nervous system, get after the kidneys, the endocrine glands, bring them up, get on that GI broom, start cleaning. You got, you got um, uh, charcoal in there, which will help. Uh, you've got a lot of absorptive factors, but lymphatically, that's the system. It won't stay in your blood. Excuse me. And by cleaning the spleen and the kidneys, your blood can clean itself even better. So you can see where we're going with this, because this is a case that shows you and demonstrate that what one does is re you have to remove that which is creating the problem internally. And there's only two sides of chemistry. So when you look at that vaccine, which side do you think that was heavily on? Oh, man. How do I turn this phone off? Sorry, guys, this is a new phone. I don't know how to how about an unplug a ruski. <laughs> oh well. I don't have anybody in here right now. Uh, but this is one of our problems with this. 
and you want to uh, make sure you get and the fruit and the berries are very uplifting very uplifting neurologically so very important uh, uh. thanks that thing keeps ringing we need an answering machine <laughs> all right here's one hi can you address glaucoma please thank you for all you do i greatly appreciate you oh thank you my friend who are you l Mathaway or something like a Hathaway or something like that. Glaucoma. Blood pressure? Nah. What's the other one? There's only two. <laughs> you know, this becomes very hard and challenging. Come on. This is so easy, it's not even funny, right? That's why you young kids, it's easy for you to understand health. And no matter how young you are listening to me, you need to eat fruit. You need to become strong and smart. You know, and that's what fruits, berries, and melons do to you. It makes you strong, smart, and very energetic. Yep. Okay, so we're talking about pressure, right? Glaucoma is not blood pressure. You take a pill for that, right? Right, but what is blood pressure? Kidneys and adrenals. What's lymphatic pressure? Kidney and adrenals. Oh my God, it goes back to the same problem all the time. You have two type of pressures. You got lymphatic pressure, which is not a good pressure. Uh -uh. That's an inflammatory, uh, 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 edemic uh, pressure. Uh, that's not a pill pressure. Mm -hmm. Pause for a second. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. No more ringing. Thanks for taking care of that, honey. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Blood pressure, obviously, you can take a pill. Isn't it interesting that kidney and, and uh, adrenals affect both pressures? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so once you open up kidney and adrenals, blood pressure comes right down. If you have high blood pressure, what generally are you going to experience? Low blood pressure, right? So now, glaucomic pressure. Uh-uh head pressure. Remember I told you that guy I was giving a lecture at a church down in Cape Coral and this guy come, I, I watched him open the church doors and come kind of fast paced and come right up. I'm lecturing, you got the pews, right, and all that. I'm up there talking to him and he walks right up. He said, you Dr. Morris, right? I said, right. He goes, if you can't help me, I'm going to kill myself. And he's saying this in front of everybody. And I'm going, what's wrong, bro? Pressure, pressure, my head pressure. Well, I told him that uh, come see me, that, you know, the next day. So I took a picture of his eyes. Holy crap! Oh, lymphatic sewage, a mess, a mess. I never forget him. He still works on himself. Just a mess lymphatically. But oh my God, you can't. You can't even stick a screwdriver in there and get a get a relief and a pressure valve. No, the systemic pressure. How do you get it out of you? Kidneys and adrenals the same way. You need hydration and get this edemic pressure out of you. And that takes kidneys. And I'll tell you, that sort of thing could probably use some Lasix or something if you get it real bad or some type, you know, a kidney formula with some uh, diuretic principles. So uh, 
you can get some of this out quicker. That's some of the problems. And then, of course, when you're talking about up here, you're talking about GI track. And you've got to get this opened up. That's why I have GI Renew and GI Broom. I mean, I'm after you. Because when you've got pressure like this, it's acid pressure. And that means nothing good. Uh, well, we could say it means deterioration of uh, neurons, which is your nervous system, CNS particularly, but you got ANS and you got, you know, all that that implies, equilibrium, vertigo, everything that makes you feel stable with a planet spinning at about 23,000 miles around a minute or whatever. An hour, whatever. Hey, Dr. Morris, I've been a follower of yours for a long time. Thank you, friend. Thank you, thank you. Everything you've said regarding chemo and radiation treatments just makes sense and appeal to anyone with common sense. Chemistry. And this idea of burning or destroying cells in an area because one or two or three or four or five or however many got damaged because your lymph system is stagnant, or your or tumors wrapped around interstitially, you know, and whatever tissue there, liver, whatever, you're going to have those cells destroyed. That's just you gotta assume it. You don't have to biopsy and pop something open that the body suppressed for the very reason why it suppressed it. The acid sludge, you know, and it, it, there's nothing healthy coming back in the acid community except when you get into minor acids. We could argue, yes. Moisture of the vaginal wall with estrogen. We can, we, can, we can argue several things with minor acids, but not with three pHs. We're talking five pH minors. We're not talking three pHs. Three pHs, what, 10 times 10? So we're way up there hotter, right? So a, uh, if you're at five pH, a four pH is 10 times hotter. A three pH is a hundred times hotter. So the acids that are damaging your cells are a hundred times hotter than estrogen. And yet they want to give you a Rumidex or something like that, tamoxifen, to suppress the manufacture of, of estrogen when you have to suppress the adrenal glands. And that then leads into major lymphatic problems, major uh, symptomology, major problems. There's nothing healthy about the understanding of allopathy. Allopathy must be restricted to surgeries and ER with a better understanding in emergency rooms how you can turn on the electrical system in the heart besides pumping and, uh, you know, maybe an epi into the heart and that sort of thing. I was diagnosed with a five millimeter tumor. No, that's not too bad. In my bladder, June of 21, I was urinating blood. Oh, and after some testing, it was determined from my urologist that the tumor needed to be removed ASAP, which I did. The tumor had also blocked my right ureter. Yeah, I get that. A, a stint was successfully placed to keep it flowing. It was kept in for three months and quite uncomfortable. During the months of that following, the doctors wanted to remove my bladder, prostate, and lymph nodes in the surrounding areas. Well, that pretty much fries your chicken. <laughs> you know, you're pretty much done. They do that. God. During the months that followed, the doctors went, okay, here we go. I was a lot of pain in my pelvic regions. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Thinking it was a UTI, I was given antibiotics, but the pain did not subside. I was taking ibuprofen and Tylenol four to five times a day just to function. 
Holy crap, man. There goes the nervous system in the stomach. Uh, then I started to lose an extensive amount of weight. I went from 195, 200 to 138. Ooh, shit. Uh, I did fast for 18 days during the initial diagnosis and went to a raw fruit and veggie diet with an occasional fish. I was uh, surely going south, and although I refused the surgeries they suggested, I did do five weeks of chemo on a bladder they want to remove. Well, let me see here. I'm going to, I still, I got to get, um, Maria? Yes? When you get some time, could you start uh, looking up some pictures I was having Megan do it we're so dang I'm busy pictures for uh, chemotherapy injury to skin external uh, chemotherapy spills on skin and uh, I want to get a bunch of pictures and show them of course they can google it but what it looks like to have a chemotherapy spill on your skin okay yeah okay I'm sure they're pretty, they, they have a nursing ready to show you so I don't know how what you would look that up to find it but okay yeah to show you what the skin looks like. So now, what's the skin made of? Cells. All right. So that's just what I put on the uh, the, the uh, nurse practitioner who taught the class over here at Nursing Botech here. Uh, I had to go in take IV therapy and a bunch of stuff, you know, to to, to work in cardiopulmonary nuclear medicine. <laughs> Can't believe I worked in those places. Damn. Radiation City, you know. And so when you have a bladder or any tissue in your body that's having a tumor, that means your lymphatic system and that tissue is stagnant. And that means that acid is burning those cells up. And so the body's going to form a hard uh, sack around that. You see that sack on Dr. Pimple Popper. And it's going to collect that lymphatic. It's interesting how the body does all this. Who told the body to take all this acid and put it in a tumor so it'll protect the rest of the cells? Who, who told the body to do that? Medical doctors? Nature pass? Nope. None of us. Nope. The divine. Yep. So, you can imagine when you're highly growing a tumor, your tissue is so acidic and sensitive and ready to break down and then they put a 3-PH acid through you. <laughs> go to jail, do not pass go, and do not collect your $200, guys. I mean, this is, this is sick. And anybody that administers chemo is sick to me. You're just putting that in the background. Ugh, ethics, all of this stuff. Uh, forget Hippocrates oaths. <laughs> that does not dig it in, guys. Do no harm. Oh, Lord. What a tremendous oxymoron, but it's unconscious. Let me say this in due respect to the medical community. It's unconscious. We live in unconscious worlds. Creation is unconscious in and of itself. This is why you must become conscious if you want to be happy. I had a beautiful girl come in there. She was out there playing and gave me a big hug. She came in, totally got it. It changed your life. And that's the point. Free yourself free yourself and then have fun you can do anything creation you want have fun but free yourself first do not take it with you do not take anything seriously it's all simply the divine 
in a major act. This is TV. This is Broadway. This is all of that. All levels, untold levels. You couldn't count the levels. Even the Greys and all the other ones coming in here. It's all a game. They're part of the game. They don't. They're unconscious at levels. All these beings are unconscious at levels. They're a lot more conscious than humans, though, and that's why the human must wake up a little bit, learn how to protect themselves psychically. You know, to have another being psychically make you do something is not in the order of things, is it? That's why I've been powering you guys up, strengthening you up. Now that I got this monster off my back, hopefully I can get time to do a lot of things I've been wanting to do and feel like doing it. You know, it drags you down. It, a lot of untold stress when you're dealing with hundreds of thousands going in and out like this. Oh shit, where's it going? Oh my god. You know, am I not to pay the IRS? Not, I'm going to go to jail. That sort of crap. After the third week, the pain had completely subsided. I started to feel better, and after the stint removed, I felt so much better. Yeah. During the chemo radiation treatments, I was also taking RSO oil, a high dose of vitamin C, which is acidic, uh, uh, Burmermat, and a few others that, like a uh, magnet mat, and a few other alternative therapies that I do contribute to my recovery. Yeah, I love magnetic mattresses and stuff like that. There's bracelets and all kinds of things to help you there. But again, we're dealing in electromagnetic energy. Obviously, electromagnetic energies that deal with acids are a little different than deals with alkalis. And of course, frequencies and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on fruits and veggies, lots of juicing with pulp, and felt good enough this month to get back to the gym. Mm, good, bad. And also doing uh, a, a skit. Oh. A bit of walking. My weight today is 170 and I'm feeling just about normal. Get those kidneys uh, filtering, bro. Get that chemo out of you because chemo, uh, when you take chemo, it is in the lymphatic system. It's dumped. It'll stay there and burn you. Get the kidneys opened up and going. I'm still taking the RSO oil daily through suppository. Apparently, it bypasses the liver that way and you don't get that feeling of being high. Oh. My friend Elton had cured himself with raw fruits and veggies and the RSO after he was sent home to die with stage 4 lung cancer. All of this stuff is so curable. Isn't it neat to hear it? other people are curing themselves around the world and everything? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's even more graphic pictures. Chemotherapy uh, burns to the skin, and it can actually burn you straight through, too. Look at that hand. Yeah, now, this is what chemo does to cell tissue. So you can imagine what's the difference between external cells and internal cells. To me, they're more sensitive inside the body, so you really can destroy the body inside using chemo. And what's the goal? What are they trying to accomplish? Now, if you've got a tumor blocking your ability to poop or anything else, yeah, you can do radiation to that and shrink it, but you got to come back and get that radiation out, get that lymph moving. You got to fix, always fix the whys. And when this whole, my whole gig is about the wise, you know.
So this is this is all good stuff. I'm really happy with that. I'm not familiar with RSO oil, but any oil is going to be anti-inflammatory. Doesn't matter what it is. But there are toxic oils, no question. And I again talking about it. I don't believe in inhaling oils. See, I mean, I'm just a little. When you burn oils, mm, you know, I don't know. I'm a little against vapes. You know, even burning weed is toxic as hell. Uh, but when you burn the oils, that's scary to me. I've tried them, and it's like oh, I don't, you know, I don't know, and I don't want to. You don't want to lock your lungs in anything. Just wanted to know your thoughts on the chemo radiation treatments. <laughs> I think who did them to you ought to go to jail. That's what I think. I was so against doing it, and all. I know, you know, and it, it brings us back to the word I'm talking about: fear. You know what? And that's why I do this, and why I'm passionate about it, guys. Is that uh, I found the God I'm looking for, and so I am totally happy that way. But when I'm into this world, and I agreed to come here, I did, and I've told you some stories about that. Uh, but it's overwhelmingly sad, you know. There's so much suffering here. So much suffering. But um, yeah, totally not into the destroying tissue thing. And why do you have to even do it? You know, it's because they know nothing else. And it's unconsciousness. Well, it's time that man become a lot more conscious, don't you think? Phew, you guys are. And I love you for it. Just I do believe I might not have gotten this far had I not done it. Well, that's okay. You know, this is one thing. I do not judge. Nor do I hold anything against anyone but right what I have. No one has a right to control another's lives on any level. So, what you got to do is stop and now look at, look at all this and go, you know, I need to go on a live food program, which you already are doing it. So you're already there. And maybe a little more on the fruits, berries, and melon side a little bit. But let me go down this road for the next six months to a year. And let me uh, go ahead and get all this out of me, fix the reason, get my kidneys filtering, you know, get that bladder toned back up so I don't have to, you know, because they have done nothing here to you except make it matters worse. Uh, they might have reduced things so you have more flow and things like this, but in doing that, more tissue has been destroyed and things like this. So in time, things can walk up on you. You're doing a lot right, so I think you're gonna. You've done well to buffer that sort of thing. Uh, very key to do the raw foods after chemo because you have now subjected yourself to a ton of protons and no electrons, or few. So you you have hydration as central need because chemo is an extreme dehydrator and destroyer of tissue, as you've seen. And there's one that's got them all over this. Chemotherapy spills all over them. And these are actually minor. This one is very minor. This is probably a burn from the inside out. Inside out. What about outside on? <laughs> this is with some buffering. Some body buffering. No body buffering when it spills it on the skin. I'm no, I'm good. But 
Keep collecting them and I'll, uh, yeah. Okay, you're going to be down there. Okay, good. Your YouTube videos inspire me every day. Thanks, guys. I doubt well, this one might not get to YouTube because I talked about the COVID, but, you know. Yeah, keep working with your kidneys. She's on uh, kidney formulas three and four. Excellent. Has been long. You know, put your cell phone at least limp. Sometime you might want to hit lymphatic four. <laughs> you know, that's got your poke in your blood root. You might just want to hit that. When you feel confident, you're filtering pretty good. Hit that number four lymphatic along with two kidney formulas and see if you can't even pull more out there. Get a picture of your eyes. See what your lymphatic system looks like. See if you have the lacuna in, in the bladder area or in the kidney area because you want to always keep working that until that lacuna is gone. Yeah, or a, a lot littler, you know. And that's, that's regeneration at its finest. So th there is tremendous regeneration, as you've seen. And, uh, but it, it, you have to be a certain chemical sky to do that, of course, and that's in the alkaline uh, side of chemistry, predominantly. Thank you, guys. I want to thank you all for hanging around with us all these years, getting your awareness up there, learning how to get beyond thoughts and emotions, getting beyond fear you are the driver of your own car and this car has emotions and a mind in it and so who is driving your car is it you is it your parents is it your government this current government in america wants to drive your car for you And in worlds where government drives people's cars, there's total control. You have lost your freedom totally. You are in total control by others. Sound good? So this is why what takes place right now in the next coming few years is vital. And that the One World Order people learn their lessons. And I think they've got some coming. Matter of fact, the vaccine was a shocker to him. It didn't kill enough. That's what I heard. So, uh, you know, they're ramping things up again. It's interesting how all this is done. But we, as the positive God people, have to stop the negative forces to a certain extent. And you don't, can't stop them. Just be who you really are. When you are consciousness, when you're more awake, the power flows through you goes out and takes care of business we got friends around that's taking care of business too so you know it's all being worked but get your freedom your control of your car down lose the fear because nothing can hurt you now emotionally and mentally they can but that's only if you let them when you're working from a conscious position talk to the hand we're not listening we don't have to listen. We don't have to do anything we don't want to do because we're free. Now, you've got laws of the land, things like that, no question. But the true law of any land should be as simple as this, and that's what it originally started out constitutionally. You're free, baby, as long as you can do anything you want, as long as what? You don't hurt another. As long as you don't hurt anything, have fun. But you've got to remember, as Mr. Buck said, you have animals, and Mr. Buck, you also mentioned the plants. 
that's my kingdom too. You've got these kingdoms that are very awake and very aware. And so it's all fun. You know, love your plants, love your animals, love yourself. So thanks for listening. And uh, I am going to set up some Zooms for students so we can have questions on iridology or detoxification protocols, things like that. Get the right protocol, sell that ship of yours or your car right into home. Love you guys. Well, Bill, now, when you see the glandular junction coming up, see if you can see what I hid, the hidden message within the bottle. Thank <laughs> you.